Hey guys, Davey here. Just a reminder, the same as last week, this is the second half of our episode with Brenda Wilson, which, who was amazing last week, equally amazing this week. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. So, okay, so to get back on track real quick, the other thing is taking, I think wine is one of those things that everybody like when you don't know what to take, you know, you can take it for a housewarming Great call, yes. a, as a gift. It's it's one of those things that's just um, a way to, you know, to, to, to bring as a gift, any sort, whether it's a housewarming gift, whether it's dinner. anything, dinner, whatever, you, you just show up with a bottle of wine. So help me out with that. What is, you know, does it matter? Obviously, some people that we know who will remain nameless will drink anything, <laughs> right? Yes. So they don't care, <clears throat> right? Other people are a little more selective. So what's the, like, what is the protocol when giving wine as, as a gift? So I don't know if there's a hard and fast rule. I How can you help me from screwing it up? I tend to go with the premise that if I would drink it, and I would want somebody to give it to me, then I will bring it to them. I kind of, that's that's my rule of thumb. So just ask your wife. <laughs> okay. So if Brenda would drink it, it's a very low bar. Yeah. That, but, so that's You also the, have to know who you're, so one of the things I love about wine is think about all the big moments in your life. Think about the moments that you had the best time or the best conversation or the moments that made you happy or you had a good meal and somebody did bring you that bottle of wine and it made it better. Um, wine is a part of a lot of people's celebrations. There's champagne at graduations and weddings. I mean, it is just part of the everyday fabric and it's, it's, it's part of the special moments. For our listeners, you can also substitute bourbon everywhere. She said wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, but that's, can. that's, that is, um, that is so true yeah. because and you know, I think about like what I was talking about with the bottle that Shea Vineyards or Shea yeah. Cellars or whatever Shea Wine Cellars, whatever it is. It's not because the bottle of wine was. It was the moment. It was, yeah, it was the moment. Yeah, yeah. And so that makes that moment memorable. Yeah. So I hadn't. Even, I haven't even really thought about. I really it feel like that's true in life, right? Um, and I, like, there's been a lot of vacations and stuff like that where you're like, great moment, glass yeah. of wine, great moment, glass of yeah. bourbon. Great moment, cup of coffee, right? But the right <laughs> beverage at the right time, time of day. Yeah, amen. And I will say, speaking of trips, and uh, if anybody ever has a chance to go to California wine country, it's fantastic. Go. We had an opportunity to go a few years ago. And speaking of moments and, and the winemaking, but the, we, I think Chris McGibbon was on one of your podcasts earlier, but we went to this place called the Jay Vineyards Bubble Room. And and um, he we, we had this incredible experience, incredible meal, incredible wines, and it was uh, a wine and food pairing to the point where Chris McGiven, who's a big foodie, loved him to death. He he licked. It was so good. He licked his plate at the table. <laughs> yeah. True story. I was, it was unbelievable. It was epic. It was, that was literally, and I, I, having spent a couple of decades in business travel, like eating crazy meals, 
that was easily one of the top three meals of my life. Like yep. it was incredible. I, if anybody goes, that was that Sonoma technically we were yeah, in? Sonoma. Yeah, the J tasting room. That was an exceptional experience. Yeah, but some of it was the people that were with us. Amen. Always. Oh, isn't that always the case? Always the case, yes. <laughs> okay. So just if you're taking wine as a gift, take something that you would enjoy drinking if now when you get a gift of a bottle of wine. What's protocol there? Should you open it and drink it with your guests? Uh, I try to because if they brought it, it's probably something I would think they would like to drink. So I at least leave it out. And if they want to open it or if I enjoy it, I pour a glass. So yes, I think you should. I don't think you should put it in the, um, in the cabinet or in the wine holder and for later. I think you should, they're they're bringing it so that you all can enjoy it together. So I think that would be. Okay. Uh, by the way, and I'll, at I'll least say, in our neighborhood, as soon as we we, we bring one, there it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'll say too, I I like giving wine as a client gift a lot, and I don't know what to buy, but I like to get a nice bottle of wine mainly for that reason. Like at the end of the day, I sit there and go, all right, they're going to go create an experience with it, right? If you get them a really nice yeah. bottle of wine or a really fancy bottle of champagne, yeah. they're going to go have a moment with somebody. Yeah, with it. most of those um, wineries, you can call them, and I, I, some of them may be able to do um, personalized oh for real? labels when you're sending them to your. Oh, Wait, what? Some some wineries will do personalized labels if you call it. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Or you can get the etch bottles. Like we sold we sold a large amount of cases to one customer uh, in a year, and we had a uh, a magnum etched with their company logo and said thank you for all your partnership. So there's a lot of things you could do for wine from a corporate standpoint too. To that's a really cool um, idea. Make it stand out, not just hand a bottle of wine, that's but awesome. elevate elevate it to a better game. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, the other thing that I see, you go into, there's a couple of wine, retail wine stores, or even at like the Teeter or the grocery stores yeah. or whatever, public, they, who are not sponsors, we need sponsors. They <laughs> anyway, so I see these numbers. What do the numbers mean? Oh, the, you mean the ratings? Oh, sure. Oh, so that'll help you. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so I just see numbers. 90 something. 92. Right? Yeah, 90, 94. 90, 88. Yeah. 90, 97. Yeah. Whatever. So there are some reputable um, third party um, wine magazines and critics out there. So the wineries will send their wines to these, um, you know, like, you know, like Rotten Tomatoes for movies, right? To the critics. Sure. Okay. So it's the same thing. They send them the, the Rotten Tomatoes. They go watch the movie. They rate it. They tell you why they like it or don't like it. Give it a score. Same thing with wine. They send the wine to these critics. These critics um, drink the wine, evaluate the wine, decide whether they like it or not, and they give it a points rating. So um, 90 and above, it's a good bottle of wine. It's a great bottle of wine. 80, let's think about A, Bs, and Cs. A's okay. are in the 90s. Bs are in the 80s. Cs are – you usually don't see points below 80. So, Okay. The Wine Spectator um, point, Robert Parker, the Wine Spectator. Um, uh, the um, And there's two others that are pretty reputable. But the one and can you, the most can you, do, do you feel like you can trust those? I mean, because I, I do know that what you can't trust is the price tag on <laughs> bottles of wine. I mean – I've had, I've had, I've bought some expensive bottles of wine and they were not very good. In my opinion, of course, I'm no expert. 
But well, and then like other them. times you buy a, a, like a medium price or even a low price bottle of wine. And you're like, that was amazing. How come There's, How come this $15 bottle of wine tastes as good as the $90 bottle of wine? That's one of the things I love about the wine industry is you do not need to spend $100 to get a good bottle of wine. There are a ton out there at $15 that are going to, you know, tickle your toes and knock your socks off. So do, should we ask for names? Like, should we ask for a couple uh, so, okay, so I'll get that so too much on the spot. No, I can't. I mean, so there's there's one that um, is it is it Michael David? Yeah. Okay, so oh, and you it's love got, that freak show, the freak show, freak Michael David. Okay, yeah, and so yeah, that wine's David. called freak show. Yeah, it is, and so that was so it's I assume one. I assume that you see some pretty crazy names with 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 wines and stuff. Yeah, and so I assume that those are they're making up for something. You know, if they've got to have a catchy name. Then, oh, Michael David is just yes. known for his okay. crazy names. It's just the way it's been. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just assumed his labels that, have always I just been assumed awesome. that it was, and that one's pretty good. And that one's not super no, expensive. It's a, I think it's under, it's 20 or under. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like 18, it's, a, it's a really bottle. good bottle of wine. You can get it for what, fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. 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 We are in no way endorsed or sponsored <laughs> no, by no, Michael no. David wines. <laughs> no, but I, I just think it's, I just think it's, but what, are, what is your opinion like on those, on those ratings? So is it is that worthwhile to follow or and here's the other thing. So like if I go and get something at a restaurant and I really like it, I'll go back and get the same thing every time. I don't care if you've got a hundred things on the menu. If I like if I like what you've got Drink what you like. If you found something you like, keep drinking it. Yeah. You, know what, okay. you know what's funny about that, though? I will say, and Brenda nailed this earlier. I'm amazed how many times I've had a bottle of, or had wine at a restaurant with a bunch of friends or whatever. And and it's amazing and everything's awesome. And I get back and try it at home later or another time. And I'm and like, this is not good. nearly as good. And you realize it was the experience, right? <laughs> yeah. It was the friends. It was the meal. It was all of it. Well, and you get home and you're like, yeah, that wasn't as good. Well, as the I other thing. But, okay. So, but, but how 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 much of that is is that? And how much of that is... You know, somebody paired that with the meal might the have been right, really good. The right meal. Yeah. The yeah. meal might have been really well curated. And you're not necessarily a wine guy. So yeah. it might have tasted good while you were there at having dinner in the moment. And then you get home and you're like, oh, I'm not having the same wagyu that I had there, but I'm drinking this wine. Yeah. I mean, look, a household fashion beats wine. Just my personal <laughs> opinion, but you know, yeah. we can come back to that. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I'm no, so I've noticed that. Like when you and I have, when you and I have a drink or, you know, when there's a bunch of people, you know, you, you're known to pull out a a bourbon that has that, uh, I mean, it's just evolution. Right. You you (laughs) just, yeah. You one of your, one of your thousand or however many you've got on the wall over here, you'll pull one down and, and we'll have a drink sometimes, you know, and then I'll say, Hey, I want to, um, I want one of those, an old fashioned somewhere where we're out somewhere. I'll have an old fashioned. And it's just, it's not as good. And I wonder, I wondered if that's, mm, if it's the, yeah. if it's the, I, I, well, obviously good company. Yeah, for so. sure. Sometimes the company makes, makes it mm-hmm. all the difference. And like bourbon, I know you guys do this as a good old fashioned podcast. And at every podcast you say, we're having this bourbon in it. And you go on to talk about it a little bit, what differentiates it. It's no different with wine. Like it's the same principle. You're, yeah. you're, you, you guys talk about how you have a $14 bourbon that you really like, or you have the higher end one. And it's not necessarily the cost. It's about, you know, the background of the wine and whether you like it or not. So true. So true. Okay. 
So There's a lot of parallels. By the way, we have absolutely there. crushed our record for longest. <laughs> oh, this is de- we're, defi- we're, defi- we're, we're definitely we're definitely splitting this up into two podcasts. <laughs> and we're at almost thirty three minutes this now. Is normally, we try to cut it at about twenty. Is a long podcast. So. <laughs> we're definitely doing two parts. You knew yeah. Brenda Wilson was going to draw it out. Yeah. So, um, what is if you tell us about like you talk about wine tours, wine tasting, something like that. Oh. What should like what are expectations for that? What should you what should you try to get what oh should you try God. to learn from One, that? One, make sure you have bagels and bread in the morning before you leave. <laughs> Two, get a driver. Yes. <laughs> okay. Three, while you're like, "Oh my god, this is wine so good and I really want to drink more." Spit. <laughs> They have those spit buckets there for a reason. Okay. Don't drink the spit buckets. Spit the well, spit I got another bucket. question too. Like obviously everybody knows Sonoma and Napa, right? Like yeah. if you're an American, you get it. You know it. That's where you go. What's like the third best place in the U.S.? Um, third or fourth? Like- so Oregon has some. If you want to go, if you like Pinot Noirs and you want to go out to Washington State, that's that's another good place to go out that way. Right. Okay. So that. Oregon and Washington. So the Pacific Northwest basically dominates the, <laughs> the wine. If if we go out and have a state, that's the one thing that that's I, I said my kind of criteria, but I always default. If we're at a steakhouse, I always default to something from the Willamette Valley for for that one simple, for that one experience experience. from that one experience we had in Vegas. I don't know, 20 years ago, I think it was our first anniversary, (laughs) but 20 years ago. Right. And so I always kind of default to that if we're at a steakhouse. So that's, that is, uh, was it a cab or Merlot? Pinot. Pinot. There you go. Peanut or Merlot or something. Yeah, I'm not exactly. <laughs> Y'all, I can't wait to hear him say Pooey you say. I'm not I'm not saying it. Yeah, I'm not either. saying I'd get arrested. So there's any any state, like I said earlier though, any state in the US, they all produce wine. So go to your local wineries, support support your local businesses. Yeah. Um the you know, Napa, Sonoma, you could go to Lodi. So now the the wine making is also moving out to um Paso Robles. Other areas in California have some great places and vineyards uh, that you can go and visit for um, winemaking. But uh, you should you could support your local wineries in all the states too. So. Okay. I know we've got a heck of a wine industry just in Asheville, right? I yeah. mean, the Biltmore right. and all that. There's all those wineries up there. Okay, so just kind of finishing up here. So if you, what's the and ballpark here? What is what is the best wine? What is the best buy? Twenty dollars and under. Twenty dollars and ooh, oh, oh, Davy, twenty dollars and under. Well, who's um, on the spot? Look at that. If, yeah, no. If, so. if it's Brenda Wilson's birthday, and she says, and somebody says, "Oh, I'm going to get her a bottle of wine," and you know, I'm going to bring you a bottle of wine. What are you hoping for? Imolo Sauvignon Blanc. Okay, I love it. Write that down. It's a, it's a fantastic, easy. I can't spell Imolo. Spell it. Yeah, E M M O L O. It's from Napa Valley. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. It drinks really well. It's crisp, clean. It's got a little acid- acidity to it, so it's great to pair with food. Um, but it is crisp, refreshing, and one of my favorites. Love it. And we're oh. not being sponsored by it more. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a that's a great <laughs> finish right there. No. Okay. So what if what if what is the best? Everybody goes to steakhouse. Most everybody goes to steakhouses. If you're at a steakhouse with a group. Ooh. And and unlimited wine list. What bottle of wine? You don't eat steak. Oh, I completely. Oh, I'm good about though. That. No, but trust me, I've been to plenty of steakhouses, and I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I appreciate the moment. They have fish. And the wine. I, st- I drink the wine. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
We know. <laughs> we know. Okay. So what is, so a lot of our listeners would probably go out to a stake. Yeah. So unlimited, what's the, that's a standard at, at most, in most steakhouses. What is, what is a go-to there? Um, so, uh, Camus is always, at, you know, it's been around a long time and they make a great Cabernet. Um, spell it. C-A-Y-M-U-S. They're in Napa. Okay. Um, Farniente is another one. Okay. You're, there's no budget on this, right? Okay, well, if you're so, at a steakhouse, you're already spending yeah, a little that's bit more on dinner. So you, 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 you've, already, you've already took the plunge. Farniente point, right? is one of my favorites. So I actually did okay, this. Okay, so is that how? I actually did this for my kids the year they were born. So the vintages on wines. So like, let's, Brayson was born in 2004. So in 2006, the 2004 vintage came out. So I bought the 2004 vintage of Camus Cabernet because that's a oh, Cabernet that's cool. that will hold, um, that you can st- store and cellar. So on his 21st birthday, we're going to drink it. So I did it for each kit. So I think Brevin that's has awesome. a Farniente and I can't remember. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't know you did that. Where are you storing it? Um, in like a have- cool dry place. Well, awesome. now I have my wine, but now they're in the wine fridge. Yeah, okay. but you always leave the door open. I know. Okay. So is that, <laughs> yeah. No, when is I said, that, where are you storing it? I'm asking so that it. I can go drink it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, when Brayson's 21, we'll all be together. That's, it's going to be one of those moments. It's gonna that's be really cool. That's a great idea, by yes. the way. That's a brilliant idea. Fantastic. I haven't even thought about yeah. that. It's Ooh. our celebration, too. We got him to 21, man. <laughs> okay, last Love one. That kid. Last one. I'm going to take a $50 gift to someone's housewarming party. What... What bottle of wine? I think you take, do you know him well? I think you take a red and a white or champagne. Oh, you so go with Vive Cucot, the orange label, instant hit. Vive Cucot. I just bought that for a client. It went over really yeah. well. Great. Because and the store recommended They're it. starting to um, come out with this awesome packaging too with like, like the gift wrap or the, the bottles are, or are um, yeah, shrink wrapped in different kind of decor to make them pop on the shelf. So Vive Cucot, the wine... It is a champagne from the French region. It is a stellar, stellar uh, bottle of champagne. Um, but then they're doing some really cool things in marketing. Uh, What's the difference wine. in wine and champagne? Just real quick. Uh, that's not real quick, but I'll give you that. Uh, okay. So yeah, champagne, yeah. They, they put the CO2 back into the bottle. And um, champagne, but this is another cool little fact. Champagne bottles actually have more pressure in the bottle than the tires on your car. Oh, my God. So, and there's different ways. There's a uh, champenois method, method, which I think we saw when we went to Jay Vineyards. Mm-hmm. They do it in the bottle. They add it back and they turn it, hand turn it. Corbell does it. I mean, um, and the thing to note for your listeners is if it's, so there was a little lawsuit and back and forth between France and California industry, wine industry um, years back. And France uh, won, meaning you cannot have a bottle of wine that, or a bottle of champagne unless it is from the french region and champagne so now if you see a bottle of wine that says champagne on it it's from the champagne region in france that's why a lot of the california sparkling wines now say sparkling wine or something else they do not really? say champagne yes it's a really important note because we do have a lot of younger listeners out there the legal drinking age is still 21 <laughs> in the u.s yes it is you do something since we're talking about champagne you do something that uh, I've seen. So when anytime you you uh, open a bottle of champagne, you either go to the other room <laughs> or Outside. you do it you do it with a towel. Yeah. 
And so why my, is that? my grandfather had his eye shot out with a champagne cork. And this was before I even worked in the industry. <laughs> we should have opened this. Yeah, I, I yeah. feel like we should have opened with that. So, How did you get into the wine business? Yeah. Well, well, that's a different, that's a story for another time. But uh, yeah, so there is a lot of pressure in that bottle. And as soon as it comes loose, you can feel it. And it's a, it's a rocket. So, yeah. Um, it can do some damage. Though. You, want, you don't want to, you don't want to point the bottle at somebody. And then I love it. When, I can't remember what it's called, but when they do the sword where they take the, there's a specific name for it. They take I've the, seen some real mishaps on Instagram with people <laughs> trying to do the sword thing or the knife thing to get the yeah. cork out. It doesn't go well a lot of times, or yeah. that's just what I'm seeing. It's a skill. Yeah. Now one of our listeners is going to lose a thumb because you brought that up. <laughs> Sorry. Now they're going to go. Don't do that. They're going to go YouTube yeah. it. <laughs> anyway. Good point. Maybe the one listener in Germany. <laughs> I think we have two oh, in nice. Germany now. Oh, they and we even, or well, you or maybe they, they, they maybe it's the same one downloaded in multiple yeah. episodes. You should bring I'm up some sure. German German wines, like in that. In Name a good German wine. Uh, now they're uh, oh, ah, using ah, Spotlist, Spotlist, S P A T L E S E. Damn! Ooh, look at that look at you. baller status right mm. there. All right, this is amazing. This is amazing. We're, we got to cut we're this. Forty two. No, minutes. we got to cut this. This is definitely. Neil, can we cut this into? I don't no, know. We're, this is gonna. We're gonna edit this down. This is gonna be two podcasts. It has to be. This was. You were awesome. fantastic. I love you guys. I'm so Thank honored to be a so part much. of this. You have now, uh, no offense to Chris McGibbon or John, or John Ward. Ward, but you have now you have now set the bar really high for, all, for all our future guests. Game so on. Well, I'm was, happy to come back awesome. anytime. Talk about any topic. I love it. Except yeah, not you, Brock. You have to, you <laughs> can't have talk to about drink, Brock. You have to drink an old-fashioned. I, I will. I would love that. Oh, my God. Yes. She has to drink it. Yeah. All right. Game on. All right. Cheers. All right. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks for cheers, right. cheers it on the way out. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, everybody, for dropping by. Get it.